0: listening to the Calm Mind Confident Life podcast, full of guided meditations, relaxation audios, and an abundance of tips from inspiring people around the globe. This podcast is here to help you cultivate calm and embrace the power and freedom of believing in yourself. With your host and founder of Value Your Mind, Natalie Keeley. Hi guys, welcome back. I hope you've all had a really nice couple of weeks. So today on the show, we're talking astrology with the lovely Fran. Now, if you're into astrology, you'll definitely love this episode. But it's also just a really kind of interesting conversation about how we can use this this school of thought around astrology to help us learn a little bit more about ourselves, others, and how we operate in the world. So yeah, I think you'll find it a really helpful, interesting conversation and I'll let you listen. Hi Fran, thank you for coming on the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. The second time that we're we're trying to record. Um so, yeah, so we've just done, you've just done my chart reading because obviously you are an astrologist and and I just thought it'd be really helpful to have you on the show because I think it's just a kind of different take on how we can think about understanding ourselves a little bit more. And in my opinion and through my work, I've kind of feel that by understanding ourselves, we can then understand our emotions and know how to manage these emotions in a kind of more effective way i guess and so yeah i'm really excited to talk to you
1: i'm excited to see what comes out yeah (laughs) yeah exactly it's good Uh, Good. it's exactly how i like why i love astrology particularly for relationship work because of the whole understanding understanding bits
0: anyway Mm -hmm. go on yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So I guess for people who don't know you, um, it'd be helpful for you just to say a little bit about how you got into it.
1: Well, um, I was always, I remember just being four or five years old and seeing this little ornament thing I had that was like my name and my birth weight and it said Sagittarius. And I was like, "Mom, what's that? She's like, oh, it's just this silly thing. And I remember looking at it and almost like being this vortex and looking at it and just like kind of staring at it and it all felt... So Familiar. and then on, I was like, right, I'm going to find out what this is. And so, when I was younger, I was always finding out from birthday. From being about like six or seven, I've known everybody's birthday. And obviously, you go to school, go to senior school, start falling in love with people, try and what do anything to unravel the unrequited love and torture of being a teenager. I think most, a lot of girls do that. I was in an all girls school, so we were all, you know, we had free reign on talking about things like this. Then when I got to uni, I kept basically dating the same people over and over. And the same signs, the same archetypes, the same relationship patterns. And by the time I was 19 already, I was like, it's mental. And I got a book and I started reading, 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 getting obsessed. I moved to Italy. The Italians all know their rising sign. All, but much more than we do in the UK. Like they really... They, the, you know, people will ask you what your rising sign is. That's it's very interesting. Saying. Yeah, really it is. And so, and they're just more kind of open and spiritual and talk about things more freely than we do as a nation, anyway. So, I, a lot of time discussing. And then I, because I worked out how to calculate the rising sign, I asked everybody I knew their rising sign, and then I really, really saw the pattern. And I started being able to work out what time people were born. Um, like I could do it backwards could meet someone be like oh you were born at three just because I could tell and then yeah that just carried on and on and on until I met until I was just kind of obsessed I was just like oh this is my thing that's a hobby and I never thought about doing it professionally ever I didn't even think astrology was a profession to be honest I didn't Mm -hmm.
0: didn't what did you do what did you do while you were doing all this as a hobby
1: Uh, height insurance so when I lived in Italy I was a tour guide at the Vatican which was very cool because because astrology is basically roman and greek mythology and there's so much roman and greek mythology obviously in rome and i was tour guiding so i had to learn a lot when i was tour guiding about greek and roman myth so it all started coming alive i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know that what i was learning was all relevant to what i'd be doing now um, but yes yeah, sadly i left rome sad times and did some pet insurance <laughs> which was cool because it gave me freedom. I work remotely and I got to build a business and I always had this kind of intuition in the back of my head that was like one day you're gonna to run to run your own business. You don't know what it is yet, but this is because it was a startup, this is a great experience. Yeah.
0: Because I spent a lot
1: of time then reading books and going to exhibitions and going to the British Library and entrepreneurship week and really, really learning how to do a small business, which was cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and learning how to do because it was an e-commerce business as well which is good so I learned how to do online
0: which was nice I do yeah so it kind of set you up for where you where you wanted to go with everything and
1: well look I was networking one day and I met a clairvoyant at the networking event and uh, I was like oh she did holistic interior design I was like oh go on then tell me some stuff and she blew my mind away and she was tourist ready. Taurus moon and I have this Taurus Scorpio thing you know when I was talking about a second ago about these relationships I kept repeating that's what it was this Taurus Scorpio thing and then this archetype that's very very present and relevant and important in my life so she felt very significant and she told me you're gonna be an astrologer you're gonna write books you know this is your thing you've learned it in all your past lives this guy told me i was like what I didn't really know about spirit guides or past lives a lot at this point so i was kind of terrified and slept with the lights on for like a week mm-hmm. um but that then she was like yeah you're gonna be an astrologist and i was like all right i emailed shelly von strunkel um who writes the horoscopes in the times i was like i want an astrologer how do i do it
0: and she told me to go to astrology school and told me who to speak to so i did that that's amazing and so because like I think that the point you were saying about someone telling you, you know, this is what's going to happen to da, da, da. I find that's the most interesting thing about this kind of thing of, is it that we, we do the, then we then do the things because someone has said, this is what you're going to do. And then you kind of set that wheel in motion or is it that actually that is our, our destiny in a way, you know?
1: Well, good question because I rebelled, I was going out with this, I was in a terrible relationship when I met her mm. and she, so, the main thing we're talking about was who's this guy, who's his family, like blah, blah, blah. You should have got rid of him a month ago. You know that, blah, blah, blah. And because she told me that, I definitely ignored her for another year. It really did battle with it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, no, I can do this. And I suffered a lot as a result because I really mm-hmm. pushed it away. And I definitely pushed astrology away for a bit. You know, there were a few months in between. But the, now, knowing what I know, knowing my chart in such detail, and knowing. My numerology, and having had reading after reading, and I can do tarot, and I do angel energy healing. I've got that certification, and I've got palm reading. All now I know there's a definite kind of direction. There's a definite direction. What you do with your direction up to you. We have free will, but there's definite kind of we have. We all have our seed. You know, Mm. a sunflower seed cannot grow into an oak. But it it can choose whether it wants to grow. It, that's the kind of level it is. It's it's not completely determined. But you know, we've all got a genetic makeup. We are all working within a certain limitation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think um, it either either whether it is that, that it kind of sets those wheels in motion by speaking to someone and then guiding you and kind of making kind of suggestions or not. It doesn't really matter because at the end of the day. It, like you said it is your it is your choice and actually sometimes having that kind of um reaffirmed to you who you are and what you what you could achieve in your life is actually quite a it's quite a good boost it's quite a good way of kind of I don't know thinking a bit out of the box in a way
1: yes and what you know when I do in a, a reading it it should be kind of like you know when I did, did yours a minute ago I'm like I'm, I'm I was talking about one particular placement I'd like look it's not going to be all of these things I'm throwing suggestions at you And then you will know which resonates because there's a symbolism to the chart that offers, it doesn't offer X it offers X, Y, Z. And one bit of it will resonate for you. And that's why a chart reading is always a dialogue because there's so many potentials that something could be. So for example, somebody who's a Leo could be very good with children, very creative, want to be on the stage, um, could be a very good business leader they could be all of those things you don't know which one but it will be one
0: that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah no definitely and the what I found interesting from talking to you as well is that like you really highlight the importance about you know how we talk about just our sun sign and actually it's much much more complex than that that there's actually you know the is it the rising and the moon as well you said
1: yes the sun the big three astrologers call them. So yes. the sun is your ego, your destiny, the direction you must go. The sign is your lunar nature. Often the mother, but sometimes just the family is. It's it's interesting when we were talking about your moon, and I was like, mm, interesting. Mm. Because I was thinking, I went to a talk last year. It's like, when did the moon become the mother? When did we do that? Because the moon is actually the home, which could be the father or the mother. And mm. this time, at the minute where gender and roles and all of that is so relevant it it is interesting for us to maybe stop looking at the moon as the mother because it's actually a bit basic you know it's a bit backwards to see moon as mother sun as father because there are gender differences and then the rising sign is what we appear but then every other planet kind
0: of subtly fine-tunes the personality so, so yeah it's so complicated and I think when you When you hear it like that, it does, it it feels like actually there's much more room for understanding on how it can help you and guide you. And, um, yeah, so you can kind of find and explore a little bit more about yourself and your, the opportunities that are available to you. Whereas when you just know about, oh, you know, your sun sign, it's kind of like, well, how, how's that going to guide me through life? You know? Um, so yeah. So I
1: think it's, um, a very different, like a, a, a different pull in your, ch- in your chart two very different ways of being you need yeah. to know both
0: yeah yeah definitely so do you think that i mean how, how do you think or how, from your experience using your own kind of um chart readings and or, or working with other people and how astrology or understanding more about astrology and your signs can help you with that sense of peace within yourself
1: i think it by acceptance, mm-hmm. um, under, understanding leads to acceptance and acceptance brings peace, I think. Yeah. When, for me personally as well, growing up, what frustrated me was when I was in these relationships or things were happening to me. And I was like, how is, what is this? Why is everyone I meet bring me the same lessons? What is this? And then when you look at the chart, particularly with because a relationship will show you a a part of yourself that you're rejecting often the way astrology works is you know the key to a good relationship is you have your whole chart so you're not just uh what you know a Sagittarius you've got the moon in Pisces if you're very focused on one part and you're being very very kind of say, I can't remember what I said with the sun sign was, just in my example. But anyway, if you're just being one and you're rejecting the other, you will tend to date the bit that you're rejecting. That's how it works. So when you understand yourself and you you see your shadow and you see your unconscious part, you stop drawing energetically people into your life who are teaching you a lesson and it makes everything much more balanced and easy to navigate. And yeah, basically acceptance.
0: Yeah, I, th- I completely agree with you with acceptance because it is a it is a massive one. I mean, you know, the more that you accept any kind of situation, the more you feel that sense of calm within you. And when you're operating from that calm place, the, then you're kind of able to make rational decisions. You're able to um, maybe, you know, take a perspective on something that you weren't able to before when you're kind of fighting things off. Um, so, yeah, that's... That's a really nice way of putting it, I think. And also, I think the—I don't know—when when 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 I think about stuff like this, I think it helps you almost become non-attached to your current state of mind. Do you know what I mean? That makes good sense.
1: Astrology is a bit of a weird, non-attached realm. I found Mm. when I study it. Something kind of hyper-rational in the way everyone just accepts like life's fates and.
0: Difficulties. Well, it's. It, I think because it's the universe, and it's that it's so much bigger than us, and it's it's stemming from from things that are completely out of our control. That you have no choice but just to almost recognise that you aren't that significant in a way. <laughs> that your current state of mind doesn't really matter that much because it will pass, and everything changes. And there's this greater thing out there, you know.
1: Yeah, and also astrology will give you the tools to deal with certain big transits because there are. Mm. So where astrology works is you have your natal chart. So the, the natal chart is basically a map of the sky taken the moment you were born. So was the sun up in the sky. Was it down below? Where was the moon? What moon phase? All of that, and then the backdrop. The backdrop to those placements is the, the zodiac wheel, the, the constellation, so to speak. Not that they would use them. complete accuracy with modern western astrology anyway and then the transits now are always moving the planets are moving the sun is currently in virgo pluto is currently in capricorn and as those planets move they wake up different parts of our psyche so it's certain bits are more relevant at different times, and the flavor is changed by anything moving through it at the moment. And if you know that you're having a Uranus transit, for instance, where Uranus rules Aquarius and everything detached and free, then you can kind of say to a client or say to yourself, if you're practicing, you know, reading your own chart, it's like, oh, I'm going to feel more free. Something's going to suddenly change. Life's going to be a little bit more unconventional now. You know, I'm going to be able to explore a little bit more but this feeling of detachment will pass and my emotions will come back so if you can make someone aware of how they're feeling and again you can't tell someone how they're feeling but you can say it it's going to manifest in some way shape or form something your life it's your perspective your emotions your house your job something's going to suddenly change and you will kind of need to be prepared for that and then that will that phase will end and your emotions will come back. So don't completely detach yourself from everything that you were. And obviously that's just one example, but it's kind of how it works. In yeah. being able to be just a little bit prepared.
0: And it is it also it does definitely like you were saying, it helps you like you were saying to me and with my chart is that, you know, twenty uh, 2020 is going to be kind of a transformational year and actually hearing that um no matter how it manifests in 2020 it doesn't really matter but it in this moment right now it gives me that kind of thing of okay like it's going to be everything's going to be okay like I'll just I'll just ride this out in any which way I need to you know I'll be here I'll get through it and then I'll look forward to the next stage you know
1: yes I think it's hard when the future feels blank Mm, mm. So we've had a very tumultuous, rich, beautiful, exciting, stressful, challenging period, and then there's a change, and we look forward, and we just see blankness. It can be yes, liberating, exciting, if you've got a uranus transit, but if not, it's nice to have some kind of flagpole that we're that we're looking at, that we're like, okay, something's going to be pivotal, be at that point. You have no idea what it is, but it's something.
0: Mm. Well, it's that practice of the moment that you feel there's some purpose and meaning to, to what you're doing, um, direction, is it, it, it's always, you know, evidence shows that when you have that, then you feel more happier. Um, you feel more confident yeah. in life. So it completely ties in with that. Interesting, yeah yeah so do you use your your chart I mean do you regularly do your chart reading like every day or do you like how do you use it for your kind of daily life
1: well I just it's weird I think being an astrologer you go through this kind of cycle in that you when you first get your chart and you're first learning astrology you do kind of really do it actively mm-hmm. do it but then it's like it's like learning a language so when when you learn another language You have to kind of do it and learn it and sit and learn the verbs. And then once you know it, it's just there. You know, you can't get rid of it. You dream in the other language. So now it's so there in my head that I don't know how to not do it. Do you know what I mean? Completely. I I don't know how to not think in astrological terms. So I don't kind of sit there and because I just know it. It's just there. So... Yeah, I take it for granted a little bit. You know, some I, you know, I do chart readings for people all the time, and they're like, "Oh, thanks, that was helpful." And I'm like, I often don't feel like I've done anything, but all I've done is, you know, it's it's just there. Mm. So yes, I suppose I do, but I, I'm completely so absorbed into it and talking nonsense all the time that I don't know how to not. <laughs> I bet your friends love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because my, yeah, they don't really care my old friends not so much like all my new like yoga friends they do but like my old school friends are like yeah whatever (laughs) 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 um but yeah it's just it's a funny one it's a funny question that I'm too close to to answer I suppose
0: sure yeah it's always it's it's tricky isn't it it's one that you kind of almost have to tease apart because I'm sure you are doing things that you don't even realize it's probably subconscious that using the kind of tools of astrology to help yourself but without even realizing because it's just so subconscious now and natural and in, in, innate in you really yes
1: but it is as well I think as well you do the more you understand astrology more the more you realize it's nature all it does is describe a natural season and cycle just like autumn and you know spring and once you kind of cool with it you let things happen a bit more I think no right. it's quite you do just let it be and then you look at the chart and look at the transit and look at the day and you're like wow know I had an amazing weekend the other day and my friend was asking me like, why was that so good and then I looked at the chart and the moon was you know really well aspecting both of our charts and you're like oh right okay yeah of course but
0: I hadn't pre-looked. So do you think that you are now more practicing more kind of non-attachment um more acceptance in your life just because generally you know this is going on in the background. So you kind of don't really need to worry too much about where your future's going.
1: Um yes, I think so. Although I've just started doing numerology hardcore and I'm really into numerology in the same way I was with astrology at the beginning. And I do kind of feel that I'm in that new Phase with numerology, like I was in astrology, and when you're in the new phase, you do get obsessed, yeah, over concerned with things. So, then, yes, for astrology, but numerology has kind of come in and blown my head away a little bit. So, there are some question marks in
0: life at the moment,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I, I guess that you're, you probably won't be able to answer this question, but I was just thinking day to day, say if. For example, if you're having like a really stressed time and you're feeling, I don't know, really unconfident in yourself, would yeah. you pull on anything from astrology during that time? Like, if you, you know, you woke up today and you, you know, so you found out that you had some bad news or something, or you know, something happened and you just felt really crap within yourself, would you do? Yeah. yeah, in my
1: astrology chart, I there's a certain there's a certain place. Like, for instance, I've got. Uranus, Sun, Uranus in the seventh, which makes all my relationships very unconventional and freedom, and and different. And sometimes when I feel super unconventional, I have I know rationally that that's the way my life is, and there's, there's still this kind of in a in a tension that's like working it through. I would use tarot on a if you're having a bad day. The tarot is very immediate and reflects back to you what your higher self needs to know in a way that astrology is very big picture who you are where you're going in a very kind of big accurate time scaled very very precise manner yeah but then esoteric arts they work together in harmony and so it's it's kind of using what feels what what is more useful in the moment a bad day is definitely more kind of act for working with tarot, and they're all connected because they're all elemental. Blah blah blah. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's interesting actually to think about it. It's coming back to that idea that astrology is like much more of a global kind of thing. It's really thinking about the bigger, bigger picture, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, having...
1: it's really about knowing yourself on a on a, and your skills and your talents and your your kind of how your career is going to look like and what you might be attracted to. It gives you that, but it's very, and of course the transits light up different bits, but it's very, um, and if you're having a bad day, you can't necessarily get a lot from the chart. Yeah. You can questions, you can do an orrery and you can, I really like the tarot because it breaks through your consciousness. In a, in, um, it, it surprises you. The chart can't mm-hmm. surprise, I can't look at my chart and get a surprise not really because I know it too intimately so it's kind of getting something from
0: the the spirit world that's that's going to be more in the moment it's interesting because do you think like by doing that by having that affirmation from the cards or whatever whatever it is someone does you know what doesn't really matter but it it does what it brings to that person in that moment when they're struggling right yes and I think
1: you know for other people who aren't astrologers, an astrology chart's going to give them so much and, and take them back to themselves. But for me, as an astrologer, it's different, I think. And that's, you know, that's something to consider. I've, I've got my chart kind of... I've work, 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 done the work like four years, five, six, seven years, obsessively looking at that. But, yeah, the tarot is going to bring you something, a flash of awareness that I, I wasn't
0: already aware of. So do you um recommend i don't know any books or, or websites apart from yours well i'll include yours obviously <laughs> um that uh people can check out that it, they kind of might find helpful to read up a little bit more about this kind of
1: thing. i love the contemporary astrologer's handbook
0: um and i'll in- include all this in the show notes so yeah
1: yeah sure that's so sue Tompkins. okay um and aspects and. Ast- Astrology. like they're, they're the first two books that you can kind of really go to town on and understand your your lunar nature and your solar nature and all the rest of it and then um, all ast- what am I going to say another astrology book that I absolutely love oh all of Liz Green's books are fantastic they are intense though they are hardcore astrology but if anybody wants to go hardcore you mm. can go to Liz she's quite brutal which I really like, <laughs> like <laughs> As you read her stuff; it's like out, like she, you know, there's no holding back. She is straight in there, and she, especially her book on relating. Absolutely love that about you know the having relationships with other people and the astrology of it because that is my favorite
0: part of astrology. It's
1: one of my favorite parts. I, love I think it's
0: you know, it's say, yeah, yeah, it's, it's true because relationships. That's what I whenever I've been drawn to it, it is... I mean, obviously, that's more what I, I'm drawn to anyway. But um, I do think that that's what you... The thing that feels to me that you can get out the most powerful from, from astrology.
1: Well, I think, yeah, I really, 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 really think so. Because we all have relationships to learn about ourselves anyway. Mm. And there's so much projection involved in relationships. We, we do definitely... We attract people whose chart relates to ours, And it's absolutely incredible, mind-blowing, magical, magnificent to put your chart together with that of someone you love and look at it's called sinistry, the way the planets talk to each other. And it's, it's precise. It's absolutely mind-blowing.
0: Thank you so much for coming on. So if people want to find you, where would they find you?
1: Um, and then I've got Instagrams, Francesca
0: Roddy. Cool. I will. Yeah. I'll link to all of that in the in the show notes. And uh, yeah, thank you for coming on, and thank you for doing my chart. I definitely am going to look at it in more detail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for having me.
0: Well, thank you to Fran for coming on the show, and sharing all her well some of her knowledge with us I feel like she knows so much and we would literally probably just scratched the surface but hopefully you guys found that interesting if you if you did and you want to find out a little bit more then do head over to her website because she's got lots more information on there and you can also head over to our Facebook community group that's part of this podcast which again I will link in the show notes and Um, I often have the guest speakers on there so if you have any questions just fire away otherwise I hope you guys all have a really good couple of weeks and I will see you back here next time